Something remarkable is happening on America's campuses, but not everybody is happy to see students living by faith. First Liberty is a nonprofit national legal organization that exclusively does religious freedom cases. If that's something that's important to you and you'd like to see real change in the real world, would you consider clicking on the big red give button at the top of the page? Thank you in advance from all of us. Tanya Pruitt is a key person behind Unite Auburn. Hi, Tanya. Hi. Want to talk about what happened there? We've got pictures of it here all around us. I just want to get the backstory how this came together. It started as a small prayer gathering and then turned into something bigger. I want to hear the story. Tell me how it happened. It did. We actually had five girls show up in our football stadium for prayer. In about three weeks, it turned into about 200 students, all gathered on Auburn's campus, just praying for God to move and revival. So it was awesome. But you had a lot more than that on that one evening when you when you held what you called Unite we did. Auburn, right? We had around, close to 6,000. Which is, that's a lot more than five. That is a lot. <laughs> uh, it grew pretty big. Yeah. What what caused that to happen when you see all those young people in one place? What do you think is happening? Man, we, I, what I tell people is prayer precedes a move of God. And when you pray from January to May for God to move on your campus, He shows up. Yeah. And um, we just, I, the vision kind of started when I was mentoring some young girls who were battling really deep depression and anxiety and just hearing their story really touched my heart and I was like I know the answer and the answer is prayer and so that's kind of how the prayer started and after several weeks we just had this vision of I, I saw thousands of students gathered in Auburn's arena and that's kind of where my prayer focused um, and as it grew and we got people behind it our coaches got behind it our Auburn staff community got behind it and yeah. it just kind of grew we had no idea. We didn't sell tickets, so it was fully funded uh, by donations and had no idea how many students would show up. So when we got there that night and had close to 6,000, we were just blown away by what God was doing. Give me a sense of what it was like to be in the room that night. Man, you know, I, I would say when I walked in, I was in awe just to see all the students. Um, and then as the worship started, to see students worshiping together was super special and um they didn't hold back you know it, it, revival was already kind of moving through our city and our local churches were already experiencing a move of god so it just kind of filtered into this event yeah. um but it was it was quite amazing something you don't see every day especially in a basketball arena so you had music you also had a speaker that you brought in that's right we had two speakers pastor jonathan pacluda from Harris Creek in uh, Waco. And then we had Jenny Allen from here in Dallas. Yeah, who's an author, right? She's an author and speaker, yes. I, all of that happened. So and it's this is what blows my mind is, we're not talking about something that has been led up to over the course of a year and a half or two or three years. This all happened in the course of weeks where you went from five gathered to then thousands in this arena. There's worship music going on, speakers are presenting, hearts are being changed. I mean, this, this is a life-changing moment for a lot of young people. You got a request from, I understand it, one young woman who said, I'd like to be baptized. And you thought, we're in a basketball arena, so what did you do? Yes. We, one of our pastors got a text from a student saying, I want to be baptized tonight. And was pretty adamant. Yeah. Um, she just felt God moving on her. And she... You know, it went from there to Jenny goes back on stage and says, does anybody else want to get baptized? We have a student who wants to get baptized. And hands went up all over the room. Huh. And so Jenny's like, where could we go get baptized? You know, where could we go do this? And someone said the Red Barn, which is a pond close to campus. 
right here. Yeah. And Studis, she just said, hey, we're going to go have a baptism service at, at the Red Barn. So Studis, we had passion band still playing. No, this was spontaneous, so it was not planned. Yeah. was not part of the night. And students just started flooding out of the arena. And for a mile, you could see students just running to this pond and then all gathered. We were a little bit later getting there. We got there. This was already going on. Um, huh. Probably about 2,500 students. Fascinating. Uh, so because it's spontaneous, no one really knows how many young people were baptized in that pond that evening, right? Right. It's hundreds is right. the best guess we've heard. Some people had cameras, and that's what caused the problem. Uh, hmm. They got video of at least one, maybe more of the coaches at Auburn assisting and baptizing some of the young people. Right. And somebody wrote a letter. Now let's talk about that. When you saw that letter, what did you think? The letter from Freedom From Foundation. Mm -hmm. Honestly, <laughs> I asked my husband, I was like, should I be concerned about this? Because I don't feel concerned. Um, and you don't need I to expected, be, by the way. <laughs> I, I, I kind of expected it, yeah. you know, um, but I didn't feel concerned, but I, you know, for the school I was, if it was going to cause anything, but I, you just expect those things when you have God move on a secular campus, I guess. Yeah. They had to dig around to try to figure out what are we going to complain about with this one. It would have been helpful if they'd looked at some of the cases the First Liberty has won because we have already pretty much cleared this area out yeah. for uh, specifically coaches to be able to live as people of faith, even publicly where other people can see them. But this one in particular, I mean, these are adults dealing with adults. No one's coerced anybody to do anything. Yeah. And, and you've got... Christian people at a Christian event doing Christian things, there's no problem here from a legal point of view. You're perfectly in the clear. and We're, we're representing you. I want to make clear uh, from a legal standpoint, if you need legal representation, First Liberty is going to be standing beside Tanya and others uh, in, involved in this, because we know that what you did is perfectly correct under the Constitution and perfectly correct under the law. Yeah. I, I, your First Amendment rights protect your ability to speak. And uh, the governor of Alabama wrote a brilliant letter in response to all this. Uh, governor Kay Ivey, I want to show you that letter to you and also read a part of it. This is a quote. She says, I take seriously my responsibility to faithfully execute the laws, and that includes safeguarding the religious freedom of all Alabamians, religious and non-religious alike. And she goes on to point out that even the people complaining admit that this involved adults interacting with adults. There was no threat of anything happening if someone chose not to participate and that telling coaches to hide their faith could violate their religious freedom. And then she adds, quote, the First Amendment protects the free exercise of religion just as much as it prohibits government establishment of religion. It is so good to see a government official get it, isn't it? It is. Yeah. But when you saw her letter, what did you think? Yes, I, I really liked the statement that she made when she said we will not allow out-of-state interest groups to intimidate us and our religious freedom because, you know, like you said, we didn't coerce any of these students. Um, we simply invited them, and it was their decision to come and be a part of this. But I, I loved seeing her response and the stand that she took. We're specifically representing Coach Hugh Freeze with the football team there at Auburn. And as the story goes, the student asked him Yes. to assist in his baptism. There actually a, a person on either side of that student as he was uh, placed down under the water in a symbolic representation of the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ. 
I don't know how much further you could get from coercion than to have the student involved actually requested that. The coach didn't say, you got to do this or anything. The student said, will you please be part of this major event in my life? That's a beautiful thing. It shouldn't be something that people write letters about. Right. I agree. Yeah. Hi. This all seems to have started. We all started thinking about this kind of gathering uh, with Asbury University mm -hmm. just in the last year or so. Um, what do you think is happening? on college campuses around the country. What do you see? I honestly see revival spreading across the country. Um, I say when you pray, God moves, and when God moves, things happen, and our students are hungry. And I think for the longest time, they've, they've battled anxiety and depression, and they've been hungry for something. And I just believe what started at Auburn won't stop at Auburn, and what started at Asbury won't stop at Asbury. It's just the beginning of something greater that's coming. And I believe it'll be a movement across our nation. It's an exciting time. And I, I, one thing that I, I had this vision of was unite Auburn, unite other college campuses, unite the nation. And I believe God's going to do that. Let's talk about your heart for that. Why is your heart in this work? Why do you care about college students so much? You know, I have three daughters. I have one that's still in college. My husband coaches at Auburn University. So with I'm the around, basketball team? With the basketball team. I lead a college girls small group and they really have my heart and that probably is you know having daughters and then and then leading a college girls small group being around athletes a lot just really inspires me and hearing their stories you know i say this a lot but you can look at instagram or social media and they all look great and like everything's great but it's not always great um and a lot of them like i said are very hungry for something and they're only going to be satisfied through god I spent some time on your Instagram page, and I encourage people to follow. Your Instagram handle is? At Tanya Pru. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a lot of really inspirational messaging on there, especially for young women, yeah. uh, like you talked about at the beginning of this story, who just need some encouragement and to know someone's watching over them. Right. Why is that important to you to offer those bits of encouragement to them? Um, I think, just like I said, it's just seeing what young people battle. Um, and knowing the struggles that my own daughters have had, and then these college girls that I mentor, the battles that they've had, and the things that they walk in, and that they shouldn't be, you know? Life shouldn't be so hard for young people. Yeah. And the answer is prayer, but I also think that our generation needs moms and dads to step up. And if it's not in their own home, it's spiritual moms and dads that can take the place of that if the mom and dad are not present. And that's just, that's just my heartbeat. I just want to see students living a joyful, happy life. And if I can be a part of that, that's my goal. So you went from a gathering of five girls praying together to this gathering with 6,000. What happens next? Now we go hope this thing spreads across other universities, and then we bring it back to Auburn again. Yeah. Do you have plans for that? Anything you can share? We're talk I will say we're talking to probably eight universities right now. They're interested in doing this. That's fantastic. And um, about three that are super serious and have teams in place and ready to go. So, Well, we are really proud of the work you're doing and, and just want to express our gratitude that you're investing in the lives of these young people. Thank you for doing that. Thank you. Anything else you want to share before I let you go? I just want to say thank you for having me here. Thank you for the work that you do, the difference that you guys make. Um, it makes things like what happened at Auburn possible. Very good. 
Tanya Pruitt, thank you so much. Great thank chatting you. with you. Good to meet you in person. Thank you. It, it is vitally important that people have an experienced legal team ready to back them up when they need assistance in tense times like this when the letter shows up or someone comes knocking on the door. If you want to see America's religious heritage defended, we invite you to be part of First Liberty Institute. Just look for that big red give button at the top of the page. First Liberty is fighting for what matters most.